Okay, so episode two, discussion with P. My question for you today is, given the quote-unquote pandemic that we are in presently, May uh, 2020, how do you continue to navigate through these spaces listening to spirit when beings, you know, human beings, sources, resources, whether it's it's the news, whether it's scientists, whether it's friends, whether it's just society in and of itself say, hunker down, like, don't go anywhere. Stop, you know, stop moving about. Find a spot and plant yourself in that spot, like, it, which means that in many ways you're you're non-conforming, right? So what does that look like to you? How do you respond to that, that maybe non-conforming or non-conference that what potentially could be a confrontation because you're kind of bucking up against what humans say and maybe what you're hearing from spirit, unless spirit obviously says, you know, I do need you to hunker down. <laughs> does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Sort of. I think that. <laughs> yeah, I just had to pull that question apart. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that has its own context that you have to operate. You have to start prior to arriving at, you know, how do I respond to what's going on in the world is from where, how, where am I standing? It's like, how do I stay in a position myself in my meanness to even get to a point to where, you know, I can hear spirit and then move according to spirit or even disregard, be non-confrontational, but yet uh, disregard all the external noises to begin to listen to only that which is taking place from them. And I, and I want to say that, first of all, you don't, you don't just all of, all of a sudden instantaneously, well, let me say, for those that I know, we don't instantaneously arrive in that space, that there seems to be grooming that takes place where the um, spiritual world, the etheric world, is working on our behalf to groom us to, to begin to hear and trust the internal voice. So I say all that to say that I didn't just arrive at that place to be able to um, move according to spirit. That was a lot of years of grooming and, you know, and, and I don't want to say successes and failures because that, that puts a value on it. But let's just say a lot of it's like um, the X-Men um Cyclops attempting to learn how to, it's one thing to have a gift, it's another to know how to use it without, you know, burning up the whole building when you use it. So it was like learning how to get comfortable in the gifting. Mm. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that makes sense, but. Well, well, it does. There's, oh, go ahead. I was, uh-huh. okay. So here it is. So. I guess what I'm also pushing is getting comfortable in in the learning and the process. Um, and you've had a lot of learning, like you <laughs> you have stories yes, upon have. stories, right? And so, ten mm-hmm. minutes isn't enough, but I feel like ten minutes gives us kind of like a a point where we can at least excavate a little a little bit for people can taste, so that people can taste, and then they can move on to episode three whenever that happens. So I guess my question is. The, the real talk is this. 
you are right now you're planted somewhere and you're planted somewhere with family. But if I think about when you left in December, you were navigating through a lot of spaces, moving from one state to the next state to the next state. And when they put a a mandate on the nation, not just state to state to state, but on the nation to say, hunker down, be still, don't go anywhere, um, breathe in your house, not outside your house. (laughs) You were still moving. And and I was even careful to share your story with others because I could see uh, others, you and I talked about this, others would have been like, what is she doing? What is she doing? What? Huh? Um, And so in many ways to other humans, that is a confrontational, she's not paying attention. Doesn't she realize that she may get sick? Doesn't she blah, blah, blah. She may expose people. But you're you're on a whole, to me, you're on a different level. You're on another level that says, it's not about me going against what, <laughs> what the world is saying to do or what scientists are saying to do. It's something else altogether. Um, and for some of us who don't know how to operate in that space, because we are very safe in our bodies and we do safety things that says, I just want to go with norm right now. I want to be safe. I want to live. I want to breathe. I don't want to cause any friction with with family, with with human beings. <laughs> how do you, how did mm-hmm. you get to that point? Can you talk a, a bit about that? <laughs> right. I, I'm trying to go there and I, I stopped myself from going all the way back. So it, so the question becomes, and I always pose this question, well, I used to, I don't do it as much now, but, you know, like, who are you, where are you from, and why are you here? And and that's your, for me, that's the building block. Because if you don't know, if, if you don't know what the answer to those questions are, if you haven't stopped, stopped long enough to begin to interrogate, those questions, then you're building on a foundation that somebody has given. Hmm. And, and so, and that foundation is, it could, it could be faulty for you, but you wouldn't know it because you never interrogated. So you're building on a foundation of fear um, and a, a people pleaser. We learn how to, to please and be obedient to authority. That's one of the, if you, were, if you knew the history of our educational system, you would understand that the reason why we have the educational system that we do is to create compliant, conforming, and, and we say critical thinking, but we're really not interested in critical thought, conforming sheep people. We're not interested in people who will think for themselves, but who will expect the experts and the authorities to have the answers for them. When Mother Nature has already created a space that has answers, we never go to Mother Nature to find those answers. We're always seeking somebody who we believe has gone to Mother Nature and creating these synthetic solutions to our problems when we've always had viruses. Okay, this is one of those moments. Okay, Dr. Peart, I just had to throw that in there. Okay, Dr. P, all right, keep going. Because <laughs> right. I know right. you're okay, pulled me back in because I was on it, right? So I, I needed to be pulled back in, right? And so, um, re, re ask the question because I left the room. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that was, you know, what I d- did actually. I was gone. 
Right. It was is not cool that I said that because you and I have also talked about excavating why we are called all these names and why we want these names to be out into the world. Like you get your doctorate, right. you want the world to call you by all these names. And you have shown me, you've right. been like, I'm Joyce, I'm, I'm whatever people need me to be so that they it can experience me. But at that moment, for a moment there, what I heard was you're breaking down the education system, knowing that you've been a part of that system for a long time, knowing oh, that yeah. your degrees have been in that system. Oh, yeah. And right. I, this is not cool, but I'm going to say right. there is a moment. Oh, yeah. Let's go there. Right. There is a moment when I felt suddenly I was just like, someone's going to be listening to this and say, who does she think she is? And all of a sudden, I, I felt the need to be like, her name is Dr. Pierce. Now you don't give a damn no. about that. Right? No, I sure don't. <laughs> right. That but, might not be the person that needs to hear this, but Right. Right. But, um, but, it was but the, let me let me say this. Go ahead. And that speaks to I, I definitely was in the educational system and supported it. And that's like, think about this. So we have diamond mines in Africa. Right. And there there are people that will go into diamond mines and begin to dig for diamonds. Thinking that, you know, I can make money to feed my family and, and, and I can dig diamonds. Now, I'm not, I don't have an altruistic um, end result for digging diamonds. I, I've never even looked into that. I just knew that here was an opportunity for me to make some money to feed my family with digging diamonds. And as I'm going to those diamond mines every day, I begin to realize that. Uh, these diamonds have been in the earth and have been forming in the earth and they're beautiful and they're amazing. And once you pull the draw saw, these diamonds sparkle and glitter, right? And these diamonds are on the are in mines on the continent of Africa. But the people around the diamond mines are not benefiting from the diamonds, right? But I'm going in there every day and all of a sudden I'm realizing, like, shoot, I'm helping to dig out diamonds. And the people who own these diamonds, who these diamonds, if I could say there's some ownership of the beings who are on this continent, I'm totally exploiting them. I'm assisting and I'm complicit in the exploitation of these people for the sake of eating. And once you, your eyes start opening, you begin to realize that you are playing a part in the destruction and exploitation of beings through this process, you got to make a decision. You either got to continue in, the, in being complicit in the exploitation to figure out how to rationalize that, or you got to figure out how to do something else where these people can be celebrated and, and they can step into the bigness of who they are. That's what it did for me. Mm. So I can talk about the educational system because I've been in it. And I, and I was complicit in the exploitation of the beings who participated. So now I can look at it with open eyes. But how many of us are doing that? How many of us say, I see it, but I'm going to close my eyes and we're just going to believe in the, the illusion, the delusion of uh, it's about self-benefit. It's about me. Mm. It's only about me. Okay. This is it. We're going to freeze. And episode two is done for a moment. 